0: Then enter code R slash at checkout. That's R slash, R S L A S H, at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code R slash to get your discount, plus 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Use code R slash. Today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. Life is full of compromise, but there's one thing in life that you should never compromise on your own health. That's why I like to use ZocDoc to find the best doctors for me. That's how I found my personal doctor as well as the pediatrician for my little girl. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doctor you want, you can book them immediately. No more awkwardly waiting on hold with a receptionist. My favorite thing is that you can see doctor reviews. I mean, who wants to go to a doctor who makes you sit alone in a room for an hour and then rushes out after barely speaking to you? I love using ZocDoc because, to be honest, it's easy and I'm lazy. Go to ZocDoc.com slash RS and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then, find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's zocdoccom dot RS. ZocDoc.com RS. Welcome to r slash petty revenge, where a cheating wife gets exactly what she asked for. Our next Reddit post is from Realistic Salt. Around the end of 2017, my boss's wife went through a midlife crisis and decided to have an affair and move out of their house. Divorce proceedings initiated shortly after. In the following March, there was an incident between the two of them that necessitated court intervention and for them to meet some requirements as a result. One of those requirements was her being required to walk around the house and make a list of all the items that were hers. Cue pettiness on her part. My boss's lawyer said, in my 20 years of law practice, I have never seen a list this petty. She wrote down things like half the dish towels, half the paper plate holders, half the pots, the curtains in the lounge, etc. You get the idea. She made sure she got half of everything. However, my boss never allowed her to come to the house by herself to pack. Because she had spent the previous five months stealing out of the house at every opportunity. And he didn't trust her to pack only her belongings. So he made me do it. It was a small company. There wasn't really anything else for me to be doing. So I dutifully started collecting her belongings. This is where the pettiness comes in. She requested one saucepan. I shook both, and one of them had a loose handle. She got that one. She asked for the curtains in the lounge. She didn't ask for the curtain hooks, so I took all those out. Half the dish towels, she got all the grotty mismatched ones, not the nice red set. You want half the containers in the storage room? Well, she never specified that she wanted the contents, so she got empty containers. I did this for the entire list, making sure I was as petty as possible while packing up the house. The result. Once she got her stuff, she sent a very long letter via her lawyer stating that what she received was not what was listed in her belongings. We painstakingly went through the entire list, explaining that she received exactly what was written on her list. And we couldn't possibly be at fault since she wasn't specific enough. Their divorce was finalized at the end of 2019. Occasionally, we still get the stray email saying that we need to return items to her that weren't provided back in 2018. It makes my petty heart burn bright, knowing that she tried to be a B-word about taking things, and I turned it back on her and ruined it by being extra petty. Also, OP clarifies that he works as his boss's personal assistant, so it's his job to read his boss's emails. OP, I hope at minimum you got a raise out of this, because you certainly earned it. Our next Reddit post is from MRF. So, I'm an 18-year-old woman, and my mother kicked me out today because I wouldn't let her financially take advantage of me. She told me to get out and take nothing with me. Then, she left. I'm really fortunate that one of my friends lives in the same building as me, so we were able to take everything I owned in about three hours. I've been seeing this coming for a while, so most of my things were already packed away. Now, a little context about my friend. She, bless her heart, has the worst body odor I've ever smelled. It is bad. Like, it'll never completely come out of the fabric bad. And for the past three hours, we've been running up and down two flights of stairs carrying heavy boxes. So, as we sit on the couch, resting and taking the place in before we never return, I allow myself one petty thought. I grab my mother's pillow and hand it to my friend. She understands the assignment. That pillow goes under her armpits, her back, her chest, anywhere that it can soak up three hours worth of sweat. That pillow sees hell. We put the pillow back on my mother's bed and leave. Now, I don't know if my mother actually meant for me to leave or not, but when she gets home and sees my room empty, I hope she regrets chasing away the last person who cared for her. (laughs) and when she gets in bed and lays her head down on her pillow, I hope she cries. Down in the comments, people were asking OP, when you say take advantage of you financially, do you just mean paying rent? Because that's just part of being an adult. And then OP clarifies in an edit that no, it's way, way worse than that. OP explains, she's been addicted to gambling since before I was born, and she certainly hasn't stopped now. So about a year or two ago, my great-grandmother passed away and left her house to my mother. The house is in a gated community slash trailer park. I'm not sure exactly what it is. To be able to live there, you need to own a trailer, a truck to pull it, and go on a few camping trips with them. My great-grandparents promised that we wouldn't have to do anything, but the club demanded that we go through the process to qualify to live there. Our living situation wasn't awful, but it was stressful to maintain. My mother found some guy to drain of his money, and they've been fighting over rent every month. I wasn't told much, but I saw a piece of paper showing that they owe a lot. I truly don't know why we didn't just move into that trailer to live there basically rent-free. My mother claimed that it was so that I could finish high school with my friends, but I don't believe her. She didn't want to move into the trailer, but she didn't want to sell it either. She claimed that it was both because of sentimentality and because she knew that she would gamble away all the money the moment that it hit her bank account. I know my great-grandmother's death was hard on her, and her grief made her spend more nights at the casino. I would almost feel sorry for her if she didn't make her 16-year-old daughter comfort her at her grandmother's deathbed. So once my mother burned any money she inherited, she pawned off the trailer and I assumed the truck too, but I never heard much about it she pawned anything valuable she could find. She would often ask me for money to keep from losing them forever. She would often just ask for my money for any reason. Once she realized that she couldn't just win back enough money to get the trailer back, she started begging me for money. Not begging me, me. Begging me to ask my dad for money. They've been separated since I was about 11, and they haven't spoken a word to each other since. The night before my 18th birthday, she told me that I needed to get money from him or she would lose the trailer and then she would lose the house. I already felt bad enough receiving any money from my dad, but me to ask my dad for thousands of dollars for my mother, he would literally never give her anything. And apparently then it would be my fault that we lost the house. That was about eight months ago. It's just been constant stress with her constantly demanding things from me. Recently, she finally decided to sell the house because she couldn't qualify to live there. She found someone to sell it to, even if it's for a lot less than what it's worth. Five days ago, I'm just sitting at my desk when she comes into my room and just tells me that she gave my number to her agent and that he's going to call me. She doesn't elaborate until I ask why, and she just tells me that she's going to put the house in my name and that I'm going to sell it. That's an absurd thing to ask of someone who's just 18 and doesn't know anything about buying and selling houses. Why is she doing this, you ask? According to her, it's because of the taxes she owes. If the money went into her account, it would be used to pay for the taxes, and she wouldn't get to keep most of the money. Based on my understanding, this is tax evasion. My own mother wants to use me for tax evasion. <sighs> Man, Opie, it's worse than that. She doesn't just want to use you for tax evasion, she also wants to use you to pay her taxes. Because if you sell the house and the house is in your name, then you're on the hook for any taxes or fees. Our next reddit post is from No Pomegranate. I was flying home from a work trip on American Airlines. Now, during this flight, a man was sitting next to me. He wasn't super tall, about average in height. He needed to go to the bathroom, so I got up to let him out, and when he came back, I let him in. As I sat back down, my leg hit his. I look down to see his leg about halfway into my aisle, leaving me with about one third of the space that I had. I'm thinking he's gonna move, and he's got plenty of space because he doesn't have a bag under his seat, but he just keeps his leg there. I'm sitting side saddle in my seat at this point. I look at him, then at his leg, then back to him. He blatantly stares at me, and then pulls out his phone and just starts playing on it. So what I do is lift my foot and place it over his foot, setting the dirty sole of my converses on what looks like new white Nikes. Fabric ones too, not leather. He immediately whips his head up at me, and I, following his example, pull out my tablet and start reading. He pulls his foot away and had a nasty attitude the whole plane ride. But I got my space back. Our next Reddit post is from JHW. My neighbor and I aren't friends, but we wave when passing in vehicles or walking. About a year ago, my wife had ordered something for one of our kids, and it was delivered to the wrong house. Our house numbers and mailboxes are very similar and easy to confuse. Picture 668 and 688. After a couple of days, I called, and the carrier sent me a photo taken of the box on my neighbor's porch. So I walked over to retrieve it, and I was told, I brought it back to the shipping hub. I was heading in that direction anyways. When I asked why he didn't either text me or just walk next door, he didn't have an answer. Okay, very frustrating. It took five more days for our item to arrive, lol. Well, on Friday afternoon, I'm work from home, and I see a box is delivered to my porch. I go out to get it and see that it's my neighbor's package. On the small return portion of the shipping label, it says Lenovo Laptop. One day rush, and the shipping sticker says like $31.39. Judging by the weight of the package, my neighbor ordered a laptop and had it rushed over. I picked up the package and went straight to the shipping center. You know, after all my errands were done, so I was walking in at around 4.50pm. I didn't want to risk that they would try to re-deliver the package before the end of the day. Yesterday, my neighbor comes over to my place with a photo of the box on my front desk to ask if I have his box and that it's important. I respond, I brought it back to be re-delivered. He looks almost enraged and says, why? I said, that's the exact same question I asked you when you did it previously. I just thought that's what you wanted going forward, lol. He was walking down my driveway, shaking his head extra dramatically. But what's good for one should be good for all. No? The annoying thing about stories like this is you just know that guy's walking away thinking that OP is the butthole here. Dude, you started it. You're the one who burned this bridge and then turned around and was like, Oh no, now I can't cross back over the canyon because the bridge is burned. Our next Reddit post is from Shadow Lily. My roommate was stealing my food, and not only not admitting it, but apparently bragging about it to my other roommates and calling me a pushover. I didn't want to participate in whatever they thought that they were doing, especially since I'm moving away in two months, but I do want my food. Today, my roommates were sitting in the kitchen, chatting. I came in, took my meatballs out of the fridge, and licked them one by one while maintaining eye contact with the thief. Then, I licked several other items, spit into my milk, etc. My roommate looked utterly disgusted. Eventually, she asked, Are you mental? I calmly replied, I always do this, didn't you know? And left. I don't know if she'll stop, but her face of mixed disgust and horror makes it worth it. Down in the comments, we have this story from Frank North. I had to deal with a food thief at work. They kept stealing my stir-fry leftovers that I would bring in Tupperware. I got some super concentrated ghost pepper powder from Amazon and put a lot in and mixed it up really good. Sometime after lunchtime, the workplace was treated to the screams of one of the assistant managers running for the sink trying to flush out her mouth with water. HR fired her for theft. The manager wanted to write me up, but when I asked him why, for her stealing my lunch and getting caught, he had nothing to say to that. Turns out he was having an affair with her and was super pissed. Our next Reddit post is from Crazy Islander. One day, many years ago, I got an email addressed to someone who had the same first initial and last name as I do. For the purpose of this story, I'll call him G Man. As with anyone who uses a common email address, think first initial plus last name, you sometimes get an email that isn't meant for you. No big deal. In these cases, I would politely reply to the sender and let them know that I wasn't the intended recipient and to please let G-Man know that he's giving out the wrong email address going forward. That was never successful. I'd still get emails for G-Man, and it was for things that you would think you'd want to receive, like order receipts or something that had a confirmation number attached to it. I tried to track down G-Man, but to no avail. There were multiple people with my same first name and last name on social media, so I could never 100% confirm which one it might have been. This went on for years! Until one day, I got a personal email addressed to G-Man that referenced the company he worked for. Aha! Now I had something. I looked him up. It turns out that G-Man is the systems manager at that company. His LinkedIn bio says that he's an IT professional. That's interesting. I find his company email and forward him the email, also telling him that the other address he's using is attached to another person, and it would be great if he would stop giving out my email address. Again, I was polite in my email to him. He replied and apologized. I thought, it's finally over, but it wasn't over. Oh no, far from it. The emails I received that were addressed to G-Man actually began to increase in volume. Now I'm getting emails from mailing lists and account signups and all sorts of other garbage. This guy, this so-called IT professional, is clearly using my email address as his spam dump knowing that it went to an actual person. I would have to sort through dozens upon dozens upon dozens of emails daily as a result of this. And as we all know, once you're on one mailing list, you tend to end up on a lot more mailing lists. By now, I've decided that clearly this clown is deliberately being a jackass, so it's gloves off and game on. It started out simple enough. If I got an account signup, I'd click the link to verify it and then promptly log in and deactivate the account. That worked for a bit, but then there would be another signup, so I got more creative. I'd log into his account, change all the information, and most importantly, the password, usually to something like, I'm a gigantic a-hole. Which would lock G Man out of his account, but totally inaccessible since any attempt at password recovery would send the email to my account, which I promptly ignored and deleted. Hotel booking? I'd log on and cancel his booking the day before he was due to arrive. I'm guessing he never got noticed though, since it was all coming to my email. Basically, anything I could do that would inconvenience G Man, I'd do it. This back and forth continued for years. In fact, I still occasionally get emails for this guy. Then one day, it happened. I got an email receipt for an order that G-Man had placed. It had the recipient's name and address. Finally, the golden ticket. I took his address and signed him up for everything I could find. Free samples of adult diapers, feminine products, lube, catalogs, normal, not so normal, and raunchy. And I spent an entire day finding anything I could enter his address into and dutifully filled it out. But the cherry on top was, during my research, I stumbled onto a website that allowed you to order free flooring samples. They'd be various sizes, but some of them were 12 foot by 12 foot squares. Carpet, tile, wood, linoleum, whatever. I signed G-Man up for every sample I could find. Then I found another site offering the same thing, and I did it again and again and again. Until the point where I literally lost track of how many free flooring samples I signed him up for. My guess is it was easily in the hundreds, if not thousands. I literally carpet-bombed G-Man. Coincidentally, the email volume certainly decreased. I never heard from G-Man either. Maybe he deleted my initial email and forgot. Or maybe he was buried under all those flooring samples. Either way, I'm sure that once they started to arrive, he realized his mistake. I bet that to this day, he still gets items delivered to that address. Yeah, I bet when he got to his mailbox and saw all those samples, he was floored. That was our slash petty revenge. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.